related searches, gastrocolitis, kidney function failure, <laughs> blindness, diabetic, what? retinopathy, eye lab, signs, multiple sclerosis. That's all related to Podomop, apparently. Oh, bloody hell. Maybe we need to invest in a bit of search engine optimization or something. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Welcome to episode 38 of Podomop. We return to the Nintendo 64 this month as we determine whether or not Treasure's 2D platformer Mischief Makers deserves to be called a hidden gem. Plus, Games Master, Sonic Colors Ultimate, and Super Mario Galaxy are all up for discussion as well. Welcome to episode 38 of Podem Up. My name is Ollie. I'm joined by my good friend, Tibbs. Hello, Tibbs. Hello there. That's a very jaunty hello. Jaunty hello, yes. Yeah. I was going for something, you know, nice and jaunty, nice and relaxed. Welcome well. the, the, the listener in with open arms. You so, succeeded. Thank you. Yeah, so, um, yeah, what's going on? We got This is episode 38. We're doing Mischief Makers today. Mm-hmm. The N64 game. Yeah. But first, Tibbs, cool. everyone wants to know, what on earth have you been playing since the last episode? Oh, I wish I could tell you, but I can't. Oh. Um, so, join us next week. Uh, we're <laughs> going to be covering the... Um, uh, I can't, I, I don't know. I've been playing a lot of Streets of Rage. Um, the survival mode in Streets of Rage 4. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. I've been playing tons of that. Um, level, st- level 33 I've got up to now. That's the highest. Oh, that's good. That I've mm. got up to. Um... So that's good fun. I've been doing a lot of that. Uh, yeah. Obviously, been playing Mischief Makers. Um, I've been playing a bit of Kirby sixty four. Oh right, okay. Just had the, the the Commodore the Commodore sixty four the um, Nintendo sixty four right. Um, yep. So I thought, you know, why not have a little dabble with the Kirby? Mm. So that's quite good fun. Um, Is that a good know. one? Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's, it's standard Kirby fare, you know, he, is, he sucks things in. He, is that a 2D one or a 3D one? It's sort of 2.5D, so it's okay. um, yeah, 3D looking, but it's on a 2D plane, so mm. um, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, I need to get into my Kirby, definitely. Um, yeah. I was thinking about it, yeah. But I'll... Yeah, I think we'll, we'll we'll definitely cover a Kirby game probably too late for this year but next year we'll do, we'll do a Kirby yeah yeah definitely um, it's one of those because it's quite a big series isn't it there's a lot of games in there and it's one of yeah. those where where do you start you know because I'm sure there's a lot of 
good ones. I'm sure there's not much story continuity to worry about. <laughs> I was going to say, there's not a great deal of sort of lore you need no. to, to catch up on with Kirby. You can just sort of jump in wherever you want, really. But um... Yeah, it is difficult to approach a new series, mm. a well-established one, because you almost don't want to start with the best one, because then you're only going, <laughs> yeah. going down after that. You want to start a good, a good point, sort of near the top, but with enough room to to get to better games I, mean, I suppose there's people who disagree with what, what the best Kirby game is but yeah yeah um, so yeah a bit, a bit of the Kirbster a bit of um, mm. uh, Streets of Rage uh, what else was that oh um, House of Ashes the, um, have we talked about the Dark Pictures anthology games you've definitely mentioned that before yeah yeah it's the it's Kind of a, it's like a um, a horror anthology series. So they they're short little games. They're only like two or three hours a piece, mm-hmm. um, but they're not full price games. They're about sort of twenty twenty five pounds, yeah. um, and it's by the team that did um, oh the one with Mister Robot in it. Um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Well, they're all they're all on an icy mountain, and there's like things killing them. Um, it's I'd like to help you out. I have no idea, I'm afraid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just don't know what you're talking about. Bunch of people on a mountain. They, they all go up on the... There's, like, ice, and it turns out that... Well, I won't spoil it, but there's, 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 there's like, creatures about the killing people. Uh, oh, what's it called? Still Alive? Still... Still... No, not still alive. It's something. We'll dub it in afterwards. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll Google it, and I'll say... The game is called... <clears throat> Until dawn, and then you can cut in what the game's called there. Brilliant. Okay, um, yeah. But yeah, it's just like a, a good short little horror game, you know, in term, you know, just the right time for Halloween spooky season, that kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I won't say much about it because I've only played um, about an hour of it so far, so um, I'll, I'll, I won't. I can't really say much without spoiling it because it basically jumps straight in with lots of stuff happening. So I can't really mm-hmm. say anything without giving the game away. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it, really. Um, okay. And a lot of mischief makers, obviously. Um, yeah. Oh, I did get... It's not a game. The Brawler 64 control pad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, so that's the N64, For the N64. Sort of remodelled controller. Yeah. A sort of a more modern... I, I don't yeah. like the N64 controller. Uh, it's not my favourite, I must admit. I, um, I got like fairly, it. yeah, I got fairly acquainted, well acquainted with it when I had an N64, and it was mm. I just got kind of, kind of used to it. But yeah, it's um, it's a it's a weird one, isn't it? It's a weird one. I I get what they were going for with it, and I you know yeah. I understand. I can see its its benefits, but you know when you the Brawler sixty four is it's a revelation really. There's mm. so many games I just struggled with before, and it's so much easier to play with this. So um, okay. yeah, recommended if anyone's got an N sixty four. I I have seen it, but I'm struggling to picture it exactly at the moment. Um, is the are the C buttons still buttons or are they a stick? No, no, the C buttons are still buttons. The C buttons, yeah, okay. yeah. We we will talk about that later, in Mischief Makers. I got things to say about that, but mm. um, yes, okay, yeah, yeah. I I, I recommend it. Um, I got the wireless one. Um, yeah. I'd probably recommend the wired one rather than the wireless one. A, it's a little bit cheaper, mm-hmm. and B, I have had issues with the the wireless connection dropping mid game. A couple ah, of times, and okay. I'm not even that far away from the console, so I don't really know what the issue is. There. It could be something 
it could because it's right it's not far from the router so it could be you know um interference from the router or something else like that causing problems okay. but uh my preference would probably be for the wide one if, you, if you're going for one but yeah buy one mm. um okay. what about you what have you been playing um a few things few little things um of course carrying on with final fantasy 9 Mm-hmm. I think I'm about eight hours in now, which obviously isn't. isn't oh, just get started then. But yeah, pretty much. Um, so I've done the Limblum bit, Limblum, Limblum, mm. that place, the first bit of Limblum, I suppose. Um, and now the the other city is attacking, so I've got to run off and do something there in the grotto, something grotto. Oh, Gizmaluke's grotto, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of getting to the point where it's the, the enemies are getting quite tough. So I'm realising I have to, to sort of um, grind a bit, you know. I was going to say, uh, Gizmaluk's Grotto was the first... When I first played it, that was the first sort of difficulty spike that I, I ran yeah, into, really. It's the, it's the first wall that you hit where you realise you've got to get better and you get yeah. be- get better weapons and that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah just sort of struggling with that at the moment i'm kind of getting through it slowly but now i'm realizing that the enemies are sort of really taken out of me so i'm going to step back a bit and do a bit do a bit of grinding i think yeah definitely um but yeah it's a good game i'm enjoying it um mario galaxy oh. i'm playing a bit of so back when i was playing odyssey um always in the back of my mind i thought i'm really i'm having a great time with this but for some reason there was always something in the back of my mind saying mario galaxy was just a little bit better mm. and in i think in more recent years i've I'm thinking maybe there isn't. Maybe Odyssey is the better game. So I've always wanted to just try and get back to Mario Galaxy and play it at, at least a little bit um, to see to see which one is better. And I I haven't played enough really to form a proper opinion, but I think Odyssey is probably the better game actually. It's just a bit. It's just a little bit more refined. I find. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, they're both structured in completely different ways, mm. so it's hard to compare them really. But I think I just prefer the way Odyssey does it. I'm finding Galaxy a little bit irritating at times. There's oh. just parts of it that's just just winding me up a little bit, and I have to sort of stop for a bit. Um, whereas I didn't get really get that with Odyssey. Odyssey was very sort of smooth and just had all these options that you could do. So if you're struggling with one thing, you could easily find a different moon to get, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas Galaxy is a little bit more limited. You can you do have options with the different levels and everything, but sooner or later you've got to get most of them, you know. What a game, though! It's so. Oh, good. It's the, oh, there's nothing wrong with it, really. I mean, it's the, it, they're both great. They're both like you know top tier, you know, some of the best gaming ever, really. I'm, I'm, I I'm think it's probably but... it's probably the first Mario game I really fell in love with. I played me a too, lot of yeah. Mario games before, but I think it that was the first time it really clicked with me, and you know, made me think this is really good stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. Me too. I remember just being wowed by it at the time because the, the whole gravity thing was really yeah. revolutionary at the time. You know, so much, so much, so many clever little level design bits in it using the gravity. You know, it's very impressive, um, and it still is. You know, it's still oh, yeah, impressive. Still good, you know. yeah. I've been playing on Dolphin, and I've been trying to get the controls, all the controls I need, fully working just using an Xbox 360 controller because mm. you can modify the controls quite, you know, minutely in dolphin so you can i've got the the right thumbstick as like the, the the cursor moving around so you can highlight things pretty easily with that and then i've got it so that if you hold the the right shoulder it it switches to like the controls where you hold the wii remote sort of upwards so you're oh yeah for those ones where you have to kind of balance it and you're sort balance of holding all, it upwards yeah yeah and it works really well actually so i've kind of made my version of that collection that they put out that i refuse to buy to 
<laughs> to to uh, you know support um, that sort of thing that they wanted to do with that, which we talked about at the time. Yeah, but, they, they've patched in support for um, the N64 controller for Mario 64 in that collection. Oh, have they? Yeah. All right, that's quite cool. Yeah, that's quite mm. cool. Yeah. So yeah, I've been playing a little bit of that. What else? Mighty Switch Force Collection. Do you know this? No. They are way forward, the ones who make the, the Shantae games. Mm. It's little 2D platformers, um, much less kind of uh, vast than the Shantae games. They're just sort of simple little level-based things. It's a little collection of them. There's there's two main ones, and I think like an enhanced version of the first one and some sort of multiplayer thing, which I haven't tried yet. But all four of them are in this collection. Um, it's quite nice. You play as an unnecessarily scantily clad woman, I would say. <laughs> so similar vein to the Shante games. But she's in the first one, she's a police officer. In the second one, she's a firefighter. Um, in the in the first one, you got to find um, escaped convict, also female uh, people, like dotted around each level, and you got to go and find them. And that's you know that that's the end of each level. Um, in the firefighting one, they're just people who are trapped in buildings and stuff, and you got to rescue them. But the the main mechanic is that you can switch blocks on and off with any with any of the buttons, and so a lot of the the puzzles and stuff come from that that basic mechanic. So um, it's quite a fun little game, you know, nice nice way to sort of spend a few you know twenty minutes or so just going through some levels and stuff. Yeah. So I've been playing that on PC. Got it on um, fanatical bundles. Do you know these? Oh no, it's a bit like Humble Bundle, yeah. but I prefer them lately because they're they're a bit more. Humble Bundle, I haven't seen many Humble Bundles lately that I'm really interested in, but these ones come on that they, the fanatical ones tend to focus on much smaller little PC games like this, got that fairly cheap and, and a couple of the Shantae games as well you know, in a bundle there, so that's quite good Yeah, that's good, yeah Yeah, yeah. Um, only other thing I would say, oh no, yesterday I, I quite enjoyed a, a bit of time on um, Metropolis Street Racer on a Dreamcast Oh, classic, yeah Yeah, 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 the, uh, the sort of the precursor to Project, Project Gotham. Gotham, yeah. So I had this back in the day. I um I've played it a little bit now and then, but I thought of I, I had a really fun evening with it last night. Actually, there's something to be said about just sort of honing those those times down, you know, and getting the kudos. Yeah, Do you remember a, that? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's it's a really good game. Yeah, a really good game. Um, it, it bizarre creations on that. Yes. That's yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Sadly, no longer around. No. Uh, there's yeah. a game that they did a game. I think they did it. Did they do Blur? Have you heard the game Blur? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I think game. that's a game I, I think we should cover on the show at some point. Oh, right. um, mm. I think that was the last one they did. But yeah, yeah, they did great little de- um, development team for racing games and things. Yes. Um, yeah, and the only other thing I've been playing is Sonic Colors Ultimate. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was a little bit pricey for me to get when it came out straight away. I've got to be honest, I've forgotten it to even come out. <laughs> for, for a game that I already own, and, and a lot of the main things they've added are stuff that I don't really care about. you know. So I thought I'd wait. I got a coupon on um, Epic Games for £10 off, so I thought that's just about enough to warrant getting it, so I, I got it. Um, it's okay, it just needs a good patch or two to iron I was going to say, I've heard it's, it's a bit glitch-tastic. It's a little bit... It's not... No, there are a few glitches in it, sort of almost Sonic 06 style ones occasionally not quite as many as in that game but I mean it's just a little bit rough around the edges in general like the 360 controller I use for it most of the time whenever I move the stick and then let go of it Sonic carries on walking 
I don't know if that's just me or if that's other people. Um, it doesn't do it with my 8-bit dough sort of SNES style one with the, with the two thumbsticks. So I've been using that to play it. But yeah, it's just little little things like that. There's uh, sometimes music doesn't play when it should. Sometimes um, when you go to a 2D menu with a 3D animation of Sonic, it, for some reason it plays really jittery. It's just it's, just it's no janky. it's no major thing wrong with it. It's just loads of little things like that that must make it a little bit janky and just in need of a good patch to sort it out. And they are working on patches. I think they've already patched the Switch version a little bit because I think that was the one that was glitching out for a lot of people is it a case of it being rushed out do you think um possibly yeah. yeah yeah although i did hear at one point that they'd already finished it ages ago but uh, i don't know that, that can't be true because it, 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 like it doesn't seem finished but... no no um but it could be if there's nothing stopping it from from them making a really nice version of the game mm. um interestingly they, they had to remake it from the ground up using the the godot engine which is like a, um, an open source kind of unity style gaming engine the fact that it, it's um it sort of does everything you know at first glance it looks a lot like the game in, in motion and everything it's, it's quite an achievement i suppose mm. but um yeah so it's 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 there you know there's um i've a lot of the things that they've added like the remixes and um the sort of the lighting changes i've managed to to um to mod out basically that <laughs> that, I did, that i didn't like yeah it's I, i've stopped playing it at the moment because i just want to see if that patch comes out sometime soon then you know i might be able to enjoy it a little bit more i don't want to be a dead horse really but it just comes back to i think it's i just wish sega would tighten up the quality control a little bit i know it's a shame they, it's they a shame. um yeah they didn't make this themselves it was a blind squirrel i think the the, the name of the the little company that i say little that's disrespectful the, the company that that made it for mm. them which i don't think i recall seeing them and make anything else for them more no, for anyone else. yeah so they're the, they're the ones that have done it but yeah it's just a shame they need to but even as sega they need to have looked at that and said can you just do this stuff before we release it you know yeah it's just hmm, yeah. it's just a shame that they don't seem to do that still you know no no i don't <laughs> well, we'll say that sonic advent calendar looks nice so oh i've ordered that it's oh, like a it's um it's yeah it's a model of yeah. sonic in in ice cap zone which is something you don't see very much these days um it looks like a really you, nice quality model yeah well. and you just build him build him up you get a little different bit of him or the the stand that he's on and you build him up throughout throughout december i'm looking forward to doing that yeah yeah, yeah mm. I, I it's probably sold out now i was going to pre-order it but i never got around to it it's a bit mm. it's a, it it's priced a little bit above it's it's that level yeah. i was like uh, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. You know, if it, if it was ten pound cheaper, I'd have probably jumped on it. But yeah, I, if it's still if it's still available to pre-order, I might give in to temptation because it does look really nice. So mm. yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how big it is. I'm hoping it's not too big. <laughs> it, it's 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 fairly sizable. Um, ba- Bad Think Mechanic did a um, review of it. They sent it one oh, yeah. early, um, and yeah. he sort of assembled it, and it looks it looks fairly chunky. Okay. All right, I'm just it's not like a shelf. Kinder egg or anything. I'm just thinking about no, I'm just thinking about shelf space. That's all. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. News. So have you, I, I haven't got any news. I don't know if you have. Well, um, the Nintendo expansion pack reveals oh, yeah. its pricing. Yeah, we can we can talk about that. <laughs> so, I I I, what what is the price compared to the 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 price of of it? Of the, the basic one. 
Um, I think it's well. How much? How much was the normal one? It was like I, I don't know. I can't think now. Well, it's. I'm just going to give ballpark figures. I think the normal the normal one is about twenty two pounds a year or twenty three pounds a year. Yeah. And the expansion pack is thirty five pounds a year, so it's about yeah. fifteen quid more. Yeah. Um, which I think is a bit daft. I was expecting, I was expecting it to be about a five or more. Mm. Yeah, you would think so. It's just. I mean, it's, there's just not a few, much there. it's just a few more games. If they had loads and loads, and maybe they will, but yeah, at the moment doesn't seem to warrant. Well, apparently, it. the emulation's really poor as well. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, you know, with there's like graphics issues in some bits and sound issues, and mm. um, one of the games, uh, Operation Winback. I've not played it myself, but yeah, that was that. I've never even heard of that game. And it I've was, heard it was, of it. Uh, I've heard of it, but I never yeah. played it. Um, no. But it requires the controller pack to save the to save the game, and mm. they haven't emulated controller packs, so you, you, so can't, you can't save. You can you can do a save state, but you oh, can't right, yeah. save the game within the game. And it also <laughs> means in Mario Kart you can't save um, your ghost um, tracks, your mm. ghost times. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it just seems a, a bit half-assed, really. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. So I said last time, well, last time we spoke about, it, I said I was going to buy it anyway because I'm an idiot. I'm not that much of an idiot. Oh, right, <laughs> so okay. You're I, not as much of an idiot as we thought. No, I, I couldn't. I could, you know, for the sake of, you know, some badly emulated ROMs. Well, um, yeah, exactly. You, you know, know, just yeah. I mean, wait and see what happens. I suppose um, it might get better. It might get better, but see what else they put on there. I mean, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else was going on in the world? I don't um, know. Um, there could be some gaming news. Oh, the only thing I can think of is they're they're relaunching Games Master. Do you see that? Oh, vaguely, yeah. Who who is it? It's, who's it's doing Trevor it? McDonald. Oh, I don't know if that's going to be very good. He's a bit too serious, isn't he? Like he Pat- is, yeah. Patrick Moore was serious, but he was a bit. He's he was a bit like a daft old granddad, wasn't he? He was a bit. Yes, I know what you mean. And I don't, yes, there I was don't, a, there was a there's an inherent comedic element to Patrick Moore, wasn't there? Yeah, and he, he played you, it in. T- he was really self-aware as well. And yeah, I I can't imagine Trevor McDonald really. Do, I he he doesn't strike me as a as a comedy grandpa. No, who would be better? Who would be better? Um, Richard Wilson. Yeah, Richard Wilson. I, I reckon he could do it. I think he must be pretty old now, Richard Wilson. Like I said, don't tell me he's dead. He's not dead, is he? No, I don't think he is. I've not looked good. this up recently. He's not quite you dead yet. You looked this up I, recently? <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Abby. But is he is he still alive? Because this this is going to sound horrible. But you know, a few years ago when like we had lost a lot of celebrities, yeah, I think I thought maybe he was among them because there were so many that you kind of lose track of who's dead and who isn't. Yeah. Awful. But um. Uh, yeah, he is still alive, but I think he must be pretty old now. He's got to be, he's, yeah, he's got to be getting he's on. But be... I mean, Patrick pa- uh, Patrick Moore was, you know, one foot in the, well, no pun intended, one foot in the grave when he yeah. when he did the um, the original Games Master, wasn't he? So yeah, true, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I'm aware that anyone outside of the United Kingdom is not going to have any idea. No, who we're talking no. About. <laughs> just briefly, Games Master was uh, a popular. T- gaming TV show uh, in the 90s uh, where people just went on and did gaming challenges and stuff and, and the, the games master that we refer to was a, was a, a man called Patrick Moore who's more famous for uh, the Sky at Night uh, astronomy and kind of program. Yeah, and playing the xylophone famously, yeah. 
um his his sort of disembodied floating head was 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 sort of superimposed on this this kind of background and, and the kids and um my um uh, my wife's cousins actually went on there to ask the games master stuff oh really which is pretty cool yeah they they would go on and, and ask them for cheats on you know sonic and that <laughs> um yeah that's that's games master really um, remember, it's a great show. I remember an episode of Games Master. I, I can't. I, I, I can't tell you which one it was, but um, and there was a person on there. I wonder if it would be funny if it was <laughs> your relatives. <laughs> yeah. But um, they like, oh, Games Master, can you tell me a cheat for Sonic One? And his cheat was, if you roll up into a ball, you can smash through walls. That's, <laughs> that's not a cheat. <laughs> That's not that's cheating. Not, that's just playing that the not, game. Yeah, that's a, that's a standard move. Although I must admit, it was as a kid, it was quite a while before I realised that you could do that. Yeah, it's just a bit like. But, uh, yeah, okay. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Did you know that by jumping, you can avoid the enemies? Mm. Like, mm. Oh, okay. Don't call him the games master for no yeah. reason. If you go through a loop the loop with speed, you'll go through it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good show. Who's presenting it? Uh, Do I don't know? know some some random, you know, no no one that I recognise basically. Not Dominic um, Diamond back it's again. It's not Dominic Diamond. No, they could have. He could have been the games master though, couldn't he? Oh, that would have been good. Wouldn't I it? think he lives in Canada now, and he's only just recently been talking about his time in the games master on, um, you know, podcasts and things. But but he could do that from Canada. You know, he wouldn't even have to come over here. That's just what film I mean. him. Yeah, just, film his just head. Film a head on a green screen, sorted. That would have been much better. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I, th- I guess they're appealing to the new audience who may not know who he is. You know, so whatever. It's on E4 if you're interested. Yeah, well, I mean, mm. I, I ain't got a TV license, so I'm gonna no, have to wait I for know. someone to upload it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't take long. You probably um, get it on, you know, that forward demand thing. I think. Oh know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I'll give it a watch. I mean, it'd yeah, be nice I mean, to get I'm... some. There are TV shows about games are either generally very good or very very bad. There's not really much middle ground with it, so it's... no. Uh, I hope it's good. I hope it's mm. good. I quite like Dara Breen's Go Eight Bit. That was quite good. Um, within you know, accepting certain things that it has to be on TV at certain times, so it's got to do this, this, mm. and this. Had a lot of retro games in it, a lot of various games in it. You know, it's quite good. Might have minded the um, the intro to that, the oh, animated really? intro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. If you follow him on Twitter at Dave Brain, uh, I think it's at Dave Brain. No, at Ornsack. At Ornsack. His name's mm. Dave Brain. Um, he'll do you visual effects for much cheapness, according to his his pin tweet. But he's good at it. He's good at what he does. Yeah, it was. It was I like that intro. It's a good little intro. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I was going to say, did you ever watch Gamesville? Yeah, I did. Um, dreadful, Gamesville. Oh, yeah, I remember. We used to make fun of that, didn't we, on, on the forum that we used to... I think we did, we yeah. used to have, yeah. Oh, my word. Uh, yeah, that was on Sky One, Sky wasn't One. It? <laughs> and it was, um, it was very it, it was very sort of kid-focused, I would say. Yeah. I don't remember a lot about it, to be honest. No, no, I mean, that's... But... <laughs> That's just the brain's way of coping with trauma, isn't it? You know, yeah. just block it out. But yeah, yeah, dreadful. Um, hmm. Okay. Um, anything else? No. That you can um, think of that's happened actually, recently. Yeah, there is. There's one thing. I, I I don't know why we keep forgetting to mention this. Um, mm. Chapter two of Deltarune's been released. Oh yeah, I haven't. I I did start chapter one, but I never never went back to it. 
um, I kind of I, I thought I'll wait until all the chapters are out and then do them all in one go. Mm. I think that's um, going to be a while now because yeah, it may be a while. <laughs> it's been about three two, or four years since chapter one. I was going to say because chapter two's come out now, and I th- on the menu I think it I think there's it, there's space for six chapters or something. Oh chapters. wow, okay, so it's going to take quite a while. Yeah. So it's going to take a little while. Um, yeah, but I, I did start playing it. And mm. it's good and everything, but I couldn't really remember what happened in chapter this one. Is, so this I is the thing. Stopped. This is what I'm worried about. I'm going to completely forget what happened in chapter one. Yeah, so I'm going to have um, to go back and do chapter one again. It's an interesting way of doing things, isn't it? I yeah. Suppose, but I suppose otherwise you wait, you know, a good decade and a half for him to for him to come out with the, the next game, really, wouldn't you? So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's pros and cons, I suppose. I was going to say it's not. I suppose it's because it's a small team doing it. It's basically yeah. just him in there. Um, yeah, as far yeah. as I know. Oh yeah, and it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of I time. Totally, I totally and appreciate I think that. If he if he hired like a whole team to help him, I think it might lose a bit of. It might lose a bit of the magic if it was anyone but him. Oh yeah. Guiding it. So, oh yeah, I mean the magic of Undertale was that you knew it was all from him. Yeah. It was all very sort of focused. Everything about that was very, very consistent, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad it's out. Um and I hope people download it just so, you know, it shows in the statistics that there's demand for it and it just keeps it motivated to yeah. to yeah. to bring out the lot. Um It's that's free, isn't it? Yeah, it's free, yeah. Are they all gonna be free? I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. That'd be good. Yeah, it would be good. Maybe he's he's made enough Undertale money that he can just put, you know, put put them all out for free. I don't know. I mean, it, it's unseemly to guess, but I imagine he's a wealthy man at this point. I should think so. Yeah, you yeah, know, he's doing all right. I think he's doing all right. He's done a bit with um, Game Freak as well, hasn't he? He's done some soundtracks. Yeah. things for them. So, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I he's, don't. He's he's on the map now. He's all right. I think. Yeah, I think he's sorted now. But mm. Toby Fox, this is with. In case you're wondering who the hell we're talking about. Un- Undertale and Deltarunes. I mean, it's only yeah. a matter of time before we make it big with the podcast, and we're making that kind of money, you know. Uh, you know well, exactly. We have the London Philharmonic wanting to do an orchestral version of our our intro music and things like <laughs> that, you know. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> but <laughs> oh man, that'd be brilliant. That'd be good, mm. wouldn't it? It would be good. Anyway, crashing back to reality. What's going yeah. on? Uh, what, what's, what's the plan? What's, what are we doing? Um, I think we're on to Mischief Makers now. Oh, let's do it. Um, what's our time? Are we, are we earlier than normal? It feels like we're earlier than normal. It feels like we're earlier than normal. A little bit. We're half an hour in. Oh, that's um, not So normally we, we prattle on for 45 minutes. So, um, you know, if you don't like that bit, then you, then you, you, this is a good episode for you. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so straight on to the meat and, meat and potatoes. Um, uh, the Mischief Makers is the the N sixty four game that we've been playing for the last month or so. Two mm-hmm. um, D platformer. You, you um, are jumping straight into it, don't we? You should have a gap with a little. No, bit. no, I, I'm about to. Don't oh, right, I'm, just, okay. I'm just segue segueing into the gap. Oh, okay. Carry on. <laughs> and this is the gap. Video game book
welcome back. Yep, today we're talking about Mischief Makers, uh, released for the Nintendo 64 in 1997. This was uh, June in Japan, October in the US and December in Europe. Um, developed by Treasure and published by uh, Enix in Japan and uh, Nintendo everywhere else. And uh, a loose cartridge goes around uh, sort of 15 to 30 pounds. Yeah, 15, 15 I paid, yeah. So. Oh, 15, okay, that's pretty good. No. So yeah, as I said before the break, this is a two point. Well, it, it, yeah, sort of a two point five D, but mostly two D. I would say uh, platformer, uh, in which you play as uh, to give her her full name, Ultra Intergalactic Cybot G Marina Lightyears, um, more commonly just referred to as Marina. <laughs> um, she is a robotic maid who uh, attempts to rescue her creator, Professor Theo, from captivity by the Emperor of Planet Clancer, who, uh, who has been brainwashing his citizens. Marina is able to grab hold of most objects in the game and either throw them or shake them to trigger a variety of effects. Uh, it was first developed in 1995 without much knowledge of the specs of the N64 and what it was capable of, hence the reliance on 2D. This may have led to it being somewhat ignored by 3D hungry gamers and reviewers at the time, um, however it's now thought of as something of a hidden gem by many, thanks to its varied and inventive gameplay and level design. Yes. So... <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder if I'm going to write an intro so long that I'm just going to describe the whole game and then <laughs> not leave any room for discussion about. It. That's quite a long one, wasn't it? Sorry it was quite that. a long one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you played this on an on a, a real machine, did you? Yes. Okay, so I emulated it, um, and I made no secret about how I emulate most things, book club or or otherwise that I talk about on this show. Um, this was probably the first time that I felt I was actually missing out on not playing it on the real hardware for a couple of reasons. Um, I alluded to the, the C buttons and, and stick thing earlier because I played this uh, again on a 360 controller like I play most games. Um, and with this game, you've got a, a sort of a, a dash yeah. move where you can dash up, left, right, right or down using the c buttons on the nintendo 64 controller so the three six my xbox 360 controller obviously doesn't have the required number of buttons on that bit of the controller so i usually use the right thumbstick which put me at a real disadvantage i think because you can't really just like spam it you know with the stick in the same way so i there was a few things where i struggled to to play it um and hindsight i probably just just should have used my six button uh, 8-bit dough Mega Drive style controller, which would have been better if I'd configured that. But anyway, so that was that was one thing. There was um, I had quite a bit of slowdown when I was emulating it, and I've I figured that was just true of the game as well, the actual game. But I think it runs pretty smooth, doesn't it? It runs pretty smooth. There was pockets of slowdown here and there, but nothing. Hmm. You know, nothing... I didn't. It, no, it wasn't constant for me, but there were a few levels where it mm. definitely sort of was an issue and just sort of the general look of it i suppose on the emulator when it's all blown up the pixels look very sort of jaggedy and a bit sort of you know ugly whereas i imagine on the n64 that, that sort of smoothing effect you get the, of everything, yeah, the, the you know, classic sort of... blurry style of the n64 yeah um... yeah so i just wanted to to highlight that first of all hmm. um in as much as you know early on particularly that was you know there were some sort of challenges in the first few levels where i was that's that stick instead of the the buttons really kind of hindered me a bit i felt which sort of impacted how i felt early on about the game anyway yeah so what did you think of it in general i didn't like it really yeah okay yeah um, I, I how far did you get 
not massively far. Okay. I've got to be honest, and I will... I watched a few YouTube videos about this, because I thought it's got glowing reviews. Mm. And on like the, the Wikipedia page for it, uh, GamesRadar called it possibly the most underrated and widely ignored game on the N64. And I'm like, i got to be missing something. i got to be missing something here. And apparently it just takes an inordinately long time to actually get going. It does a bit, yes. It's very, um, very slow to get going. Yeah, it doesn't make the best first impression. I it must say, I agree with you there. And I, at first, I didn't really like it that much either. Um, the first, a lot of the levels in the first world aren't a bit confusing and are not that exciting. They're a bit and confusing. They're not very exciting. And weird. I just find it, I just find it unpleasant. I've got to yeah. be honest. I just visually, find it visually vi- very unpleasant to, to play. Yeah, well, let's talk about that visually. Yeah, the the characters are all kind of gross looking. Would you do? You, is it just me, or they all have the same face, and it looks like yeah, the scream, the movie scream. Yeah, it does. Those, yeah, those exactly. sort of downward pointing eyes and a sort of weird mouth. Every character in the game, apart from the main character and the, her human guy that she's trying to retrieve. And not just characters, like blocks that's the, of that's the level the design. I think that was the thing that really got me, was that yeah. like all the blocks have this, this funny face and the eyes are glowing red and it just pulsates. and Yeah. And it didn't seem to me, because playing other treasure games, you look at things like Gunstar Heroes, uh, even mm. on the N64, something like Sin and Punishment, yeah. they've, got, they've got a very distinctive visual style. Um, and it's not for everyone, you know. It, it's I can understand by even those games, someone looking at them and thinking, "No, nah, it's not for me." Yeah. But it just felt kind of lazy, and I don't. Mm. I, that's not something I really associate with treasure games. It feels like, like, like when we were back in school messing around with um, Game Maker, yeah. And we didn't have any assets to put in the level, so you just get any old. You just pick a, a picture and just stamp it all <laughs> over the level, and okay, that's the level. Yeah. Right? It just felt a bit like that, and I, I, I kept playing. It. I was like, "What am I missing? What, what is it about this game?" I know what you mean there, particularly in some of the first levels mm. where you, some of the levels are earlier levels, aren't really a level at all. You just sort of go through and walk and talk to some people, and then you kind of go to the end, and that's it. And some of those people appear to be living in a house that is made up of those blocks yeah and it, yeah. it is like when you those early game maker days where you just oh yeah this is a house and just make you know just put some blocks around a character and that's it and one of them says uh, what are you doing in my in my hospital or something isn't he and it, it's like a, <laughs> it's just like a larger building made out of those blocks and there's like a couple of rooms in it yeah, and it's just, but it's all just like there's, there's nothing like, that looks like a hospital remotely nothing, at all. I think it's I think it's that same first level. There's um, there's like a little stick figure man, and he looks like one of the. I think it's the first boss from uh, Gunstar Heroes, and the um, yeah. the little boss made of blocks. He spins around. I yeah. was expecting that to like spin around in three D. It's going to be like a big boss, you know, kind of thing. It's not just it's just it's just a shape. Do you mean the one that the the sort of the big kind of mech thing that that's made up of those blocks and you have to shake it to move it up and down? Yeah, is that the one you mean? Yeah. Oh right. See, I thought that was quite cool because it was suddenly like this big thing that you can control by moving up and down. And you have to go through the level. Well, that was all right. It's all right. 
I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, 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 I really persevered with it, but I think okay. it it got to a point where I was like, I'm not having fun playing it. It's it's right. a, it's getting a chore to play. See, I my, I came round to it the more the further in I got, particularly after the first world. Um, how far did, do you remember what level you what world you were in? I, I, I did the first Just world. I don't think I I was partway through the second world. I didn't get oh, okay. I didn't get much further. See, than once that. you get beyond that it does start to get a little bit it get, gets better and better from there because the levels i, know, I, I watched there's a, a, a youtube channel called snes drunk um mm. which i recommend everyone watch it's a good good channel but mm. he did a review of it and some of the stuff he was showing looked really good fun so like some there's like a bit where he's like sliding down a slope and shooting things and yeah there's a ton of variety in the game yeah. if you carry on there is every um, it's it's almost reminded me of Mario Maker in as much as you those sequence of those like the, when you rebuild the castle and you got to go through all the sequences and all those levels are designed to show the different things you can do with with the level editor hmm. and they're all very different you know you go you start in one and it's it's a simple Mario style level another one is more of a puzzle kind of thing another one you know takes place in the air and all that sort of thing it felt a bit like that because no two levels were ever the same you know it was always different stuff to do there's a there's a really cool level in the third world where you're just standing on a missile the entire thing and if you go to the yeah. back side you points up when you go to the front it points down and you have to navigate through this sort of course yeah that was really cool it looks yeah yeah, why wasn't that the opening level yeah this is the thing i don't think they balanced it out very well because a lot of that stuff they should have put more towards the front um and i think it's just it's a bit of a rough diamond this one it is you do have to persevere with it you do have to accept certain things and i think if you can crack through it you'll start to enjoy it a bit more because mm. some of the levels i did quite enjoy and i was kind of getting a lot of them to do sort of end much quicker than you expect them to and there was a couple of things where i was really enjoying it and then suddenly it ends and then you're on to the next level which isn't quite so good but yeah there's a lot of good ideas in there um particularly more reminiscent of later games like later sort of platformers like Mario's and Yoshi's yeah. where there's just loads of ideas and sometimes an idea comes in like that big robot guy and like uh, at one point I found a gun from one of the, the enemies and something you could blast it and stuff like that just little things that you get in like one level and then you don't really see again um in the same way that Mario that, that sort of Yoshi, Yoshi games in particular remind me that, that, that do that um and there's there's sort of certain aspects of that that reminded me of of kind of good well-established platformers um they're a little bit more honed and, and well polished than this but it, the, the, i don't know there seemed a lot of potential in this game actually that, that's the impression i got from yeah. from the i say that be the impression i got from other people's playthroughs <laughs> yeah um I, I i know what you mean because there were several points where i kind of wanted to give up as well mm. And for various reasons, we delayed our recording of the podcast yeah. by a week or two. So that allowed me to push even further with it. And I'm glad I did because I got initially, I think I was I was only at the end of the second world. And it was just starting to get into, into interesting territory there. I was at the, bo- at the end boss of that one. And then the extra week that we've had this past week allowed me to push on through most of the, the third world, which is a sort of snowy world. That's where you get start to get a lot of the interesting ideas, like the the, the missile level and things like that. So yeah, because I I, re- I I try not to give up on games really. Yeah, I really yeah. don't. But 
like I say, it just it just felt I I felt like a chore. I was just like I'm just not getting anything from this at all. And it, yeah. I and I just, like I say, I I really I didn't get it. I I just I just kept thinking, have I am I did I buy the wrong game? <laughs> have, I, have I bought? Yeah. Is it like a, a Japanese a and yeah. English different ones or something? You know? <laughs> But yeah, it it from what I can tell, it looks like it's got some really good ideas. Yeah. But man, is it a slog? It's a bit of a slog, yeah. The 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 main mechanic we should talk about some of the general. Oh, the, the shake shake. The shake shake, yeah. So the main mechanic is that you can grab things and you you can either throw them a bit like Klonoa, or you can shake them by I think it was just like a quick down downward pull, wasn't it? Of the yeah. Um, it actually uses the D-pad, doesn't it, on the, on the N64? Yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of the analog stick, which I think is the only game I can think of that that does that. I'm sure there are others. I'm, there must be others, but um, most of them just stick with the, the thumbstick. But you give it a little shake with the D-pad, and different things happen depending on the object. And you can grab most stuff in the most sort of active objects in the game. Yeah, most so things a, you can grab. If yeah. a boss or an enemy throws a projectile at you, you can grab it and throw it back at them. There's these sort of little floating orb things that do different stuff. They, you get ones that are sort of connected by a chain, and if you, you you pull them in the right direction, they sort of turn around. And you know, if that's moving along a a, a line, it, you can move around it as to dodge stuff and things like that. It's um, a lot of the levels are sort of puzzle based like that. Um, some of them are you, you have to go around and, and trigger different stars to appear, and then when you go in the star, you'll teleport somewhere else, and then. Others are sort of much more linear. But yeah, a lot of variety in the levels. A lot of good uses of that shake mechanic. It it does get clever. And I got the impression it gets even more... It gets even better beyond what I did. Because I think there's five worlds. There's a lot of levels in this game. Mm. I think it's about 52 spread across five worlds. And I got nearly to the end of the third world. So there's you know, I've still only, a lot to go then. Yeah. Still loads to go. Yeah. And it's a long old game. Um, best part of uh, eight hours or so to get through eight or nine hours, maybe. It kind of—it's not the same, obviously, um, but it reminds me of a bit of Final Fantasy Thirteen, which right. is an absolute sleeping pill of a game for the first <laughs> fifty hours. Fifty oh, wow. hours. Okay. You know, and the, ju- the justification from all the people who defend it say, "Ah, yes, it is," but. On that fifty-first hour, the whole game opens up and it's really good. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, I'm sure it is, but mm. Shenmue, Shenmue Three was that for me as well. It's it's very very slow game <laughs> up until the literally the last hour or two of the game, and then yeah. finally it gets interesting. <laughs> and yeah, there's there's interesting stuff, and it's you know it's it probably is really good, but yeah. it's so frustrating that why do you stick the good stuff at the end? Stick the good stuff yeah. at the front, then have a little bit of a boring <laughs> bit, and then a good bit at the end. Yeah, it is about pacing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It is difficult to get past these visuals, though, isn't it? Because all the... the and, and also the like the, the citizens of the, the world, this Clouncer world, they've been sort of hypnotised by the, the bad guy. But some of them haven't. And it, it's impossible to tell who's a good guy and who's a bad guy, because they yeah. all look the same. they all look the same. I think the bad guys, to be fair, they don't. If you run into them, they don't hurt you by default, like a lot of enemies do. I think you 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 can chuck them around and do stuff, and so it's not quite as big an issue. But there's some levels where you've literally just got good guys and bad guys, and there was one point where I have no idea who's who. (laughs) (laughs) They all look the same. (laughs) 
I, I, know, I know it sounds really... I don't know what the word is. It's kind. It's unfair to, to, especially for you know, retro games in particular, yeah. to to criticize it based on the visuals and say, oh no no no. But yeah, yeah. Some there are just some games with s- certain aesthetic decisions that have been made that just don't gel with me. And I, mm. like I say, mm. I just find it just the the visual style just unpleasant a little bit, and it yeah. just. What what are the faces about? Yeah, this is the, the the big. If they had different faces, if they had nicer faces, it would be a lot nicer to look at, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's just and it's it's main for me. It is mainly that really the faces. It, it, I think it's otherwise a big it's part of it. It's quite a colourful game. It's sort of the 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 two D elements are, are kind of pre rendered. I would say to look yeah, at them. Yeah, they look pre rendered. Yeah. The, the 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 character herself, you know, looks reasonable enough. She's sort of an anime looking girl, kind of green hair. You know, there's nothing really wrong with her. I would say, but it's just those citizens, they're just really weird looking, they're just bizarre. And I didn't even, because I've read a lot of people don't like the, the shake shake sound effect, shake, and they, shake. The, people find it get, it gets a bit grating after all. I didn't find that, I didn't no, mind it. I thought it was quite a cute little... Yeah, I find it shake, quite shake. cute. It's, yeah, yeah it's, quite it, nice. it's just everything else. <laughs> mm. No, but what, is it, I, I don't want to keep harping on about it, but why have, why have all the blocks got faces? Is that... Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, it does seem a weird decision. It's like a Mario style thing where everything's got a face, isn't it? But yeah, but those, nice those faces, faces are nice to look at. The nice faces, <laughs> not terrifying, <laughs> haunting, scream faces. Yeah, you know, staring at you. It's like a creepy pasta thing, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I spent fifteen quid on it, so I'm, I, I, you know, I might play through it if, if you know. If I would, it... I would suggest you try at least get to like the third world and see if you like it, start to like it a bit better. Because yeah. I think uh, it does, it makes a terrible first impression. But I think the further you get, the more you will enjoy it, and the more you will see. Oh, that's actually quite inventive, and you know, the the variety on offer impressed me, certainly for the for a game of that time. Hmm. You know, there's because there's a lot of different types of levels in there. There's um there's a level where the block you get blocks that are exploding, but they do it in a kind of a sequence. So when one does it, the next one does it. And there's a level that is based entirely on that. So you're all of the terrain is exploding blocks, and they're doing it one by one as the level moves on, and you've got to stay ahead of them. Um and 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 then the, the ne- and then another one you're just f- literally just the level is just vertically aligned, and you're just falling. And you're sort of dodging, you know, all those little spike balls and things. And it's just sometimes it's, you know, to say that doesn't sound particularly clever or groundbreaking, but it's just the fact that each level isn't just the same thing as what you just played. You know, you it's constantly keeping on your toes and you're thinking, oh, what's what's coming next? Which I quite liked. You know, I always appreciate that in a platformer that it's not just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And there's, when you get to the, this is where I stopped, um, but pretty much because I ran out of time really. But in the third world, you get to an Olympics event, Olympic style event. I don't know if you saw saw this no. ahead. Um, so all the uh, as you go through the le- through that world, um, you get to mention all this festival is coming up, and all these the, the, all the Clancer people are getting excited about it. And when you get there, it's like Olympic style events where there's like 100 meters, 200 meters, and you've got a dash. And because I couldn't spam the the stick, I kind of gave up at that point. But um, there's like hurdles and stuff. And there's all these different Olympics events. And they're in a list. So you go into the level and it's literally just a list of the event that you want to choose to go in. 
So you know, you've got the hurdles and you've got the long jump and stuff. And at the end of the, at the end of the list is math fun, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's literally just uh, a guy gives you like math, simple maths equations like you know six divided by two or whatever, and you've got all the balls um, floating in the air have a number on them, and you just got to pick the number that it, <laughs> that it answers the question. And I thought that. <laughs> I just quite like that. I just thought that was quite funny. Yeah, it's um, random. It's just all these Olympics things, and it's just math fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's it's a fairly funny game. You know, some of the dialogue's quite funny here and there. So it's got a little bit of personality to it, I think. So I don't know. I think yeah, I would definitely recommend trying to persevere at least to that sort of part of the at least to halfway through and seeing if it's doing it for you yeah because i think that there, there is a lot more to the game than than you think than you you find initially i would say yeah i mean it's surprising i'm not you know i'm not saying i'm not i won't claim to have played and loved every treasure game but no. the ones that i have played i can't remember playing a treasure game that i didn't like you they're know, always really interesting aren't they? say they're always very they... different and very uh sort of out there yeah uh, uh, you know, at least I mean, intriguing, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Dynamite Heady, I didn't like that when I first played it, but it didn't take me long to, to come around to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I think I just... Yeah, it, it, it just didn't align with what I expected, I think. Yeah, Dynamite Heady is, I would say, kind of similar, although I haven't played that nearly as much. But visually, it is quite, that is very sort of bold and a bit yeah. kind of... Um, what's the word? kind of an acquired taste yeah a little bit it's kind of nuts and the soundtrack as well the soundtrack for treasure games are always a bit nuts aren't they yeah and this this is this isn't too nuts actually but it's not it doesn't the, the soundtrack didn't stand out to me it was fairly bland in this um but yeah in a lot of treasure games both the visuals and the soundtrack are kind of like a bit crazy you know, a bit crazy yeah yeah um well the 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 um, sin and punishment on the n64 mm. uh the first stage of that because um, there's a there's a translated ROM of it now, so you can play in English. Yeah, yeah. The first stage, I because I played it on uh, the N64 on, on the actual console. Um, yeah. I swear, I, I I first played it, and I was like, the, why is the music glitching like that? The music just <laughs> sounds awful. It's really, it must be something to do with the patch. Yeah. I looked it up on YouTube. No, that's just how it sounds. That's, that's just the music, yeah. That's just how it yeah. sounds. <laughs> but I was like, can't I still be that. Played, I still haven't played the original. Um, obviously, we played the sequel on the on the mm. book club. Yeah. Gunstar Heroes, similarly. I, I, there's a couple of tunes in there that I really like, but the rest is I find very difficult to listen yeah. to. <laughs> it's just... It's just. It feels like it's not structured in a in a in a way that you you would understand as a piece of music. You know. <laughs> yes, it feels quite experimental and you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Oh, the other. I, I was just looking through my notes there while you were talking, and there was a level that I couldn't. And I actually um, streamed my first playthrough of this um, on Twitch. Um, and I was playing through it, and there's uh, a guy just kind of came in and, and started talking to me, and he really liked the game. Um, he was obviously looking for what I found it, some, somehow found it. And I was doing this level, you'll remember it, where you've got to um, find the lost children and get them back to their house. Yeah. And again, because of the stick, I couldn't, I couldn't catch. He was running off through this little maze, and I just couldn't catch him quickly enough. And it took me like 10, 15 minutes to get him. <laughs> 
and I because I was on the stream and I this 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 chap was watching me and I thought I didn't want to like give up and I couldn't like you know I just thought I had to persevere so I was just going <laughs> I was trying to catch this little bastard for ages and because of the stick because I couldn't press the button quickly enough and I almost didn't want to sort of admit that I was having like controller issues and stuff I got him eventually oh no I didn't get him I did no no I caught him but then I I tried to bring him back and I got hit by something and he ran off again <laughs> And I thought, no, I'm sorry, I got, I can't stop. I, I did eventually give up, but that level, yeah. Uh, uh, but again, that's probably because I was playing with the wrong controller. Yeah, I think that that's a general issue with N64 emulation release. But just you, you kind of need the controller. controller. Yeah, you, some some games you kind of need that controller because it is set up in a way that I mean, but but. I don't understand what what would be the problem in just pressing A, doing like a double jump. So you press A and you press it again, and in the direction you're holding, you can just dash towards that direction. Yeah. That, well, that would have been a much better way of doing it yeah, than having to go fun. over to the C buttons and press a different button. I think you can also do it with double tap with the, the directional buttons as well. But yeah, when I was you know with my controller, I thought that would be that would be a much more sensible way of doing it. And I often. I don't know if this was this is true of the original or again just my controller, but I often found that I couldn't if I wanted to sort of jump across and get more height and across, I couldn't always do it in the same motion. Like I had to go up and then I had to quickly change forward again rather than sort of go diagonally. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I had, I yeah, I had issues with that hmm. as well, but I just put that down to me not being very good with the N sixty four controller. Yeah. Um, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. Yeah. I think the controls could do with some tweaking, definitely. Yeah. I know it's a shame, really, because yeah, is this the first game I haven't liked on Podmore? I think it is, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. Probably, I don't think you like Rise of the Robots, but then no, that's, but, that's not a groundbreaking I was gonna say, yeah, I mean, thing. But other than that, I think this is the only game you haven't liked. Yeah, I think this might yeah, be the first game you've... where it's really just not clicked with me at all. Yeah. Would any you level. Would you just not recommend it? Do you think? <sighs> I would I would recommend trying it purely because I'm aware that I'm yeah. in the, the minority here. Yeah. yeah. Um, the general consensus seems to be it's a very good game, but it's a bit of a slog to get into it. So if you can endure the first, the you know the slow intake into it, I I think it's probably worth persevering with. I'm a, yeah. Um, so I I, think... I'd, I'd recommend. I think if anything, it's worth giving a try to see if it's for you. Mm, yeah i agree um if you like platformers then i think it's got some really interesting ideas um that you know i I think that i think you'd appreciate there is a bit of a slog to get through um i i would by the sounds of it i would say play on playing it on original hardware sounds like a better option than emulating it unless you've got an n64 controller maybe it is initially off-putting but i would from what i played which is about half of it try and persevere because it does definitely get better um and yeah so i would recommend it for that reason um uh, yeah i will persevere with it i will I think but um if you do i'd be interested to hear if your thoughts change on it yeah yeah i can yeah mm. that would be yeah it'd be an interesting mm. between now and the next show i will what stage are you at at the moment did you say you were so i'm on near the end of world three Okay. And I think there's about ten stages in each world, so I think I'm on three eight or three nine, whatever the Olympic one is. I'll aim to get to at least the end of World Three then. 
Yeah. Um, I may, depending on time, a little bit further maybe, and then mm. I'll report back next month and see see if my opinion has changed between now and then, uh, where I've got to the stage where you're at. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, even think about it, even World 3 has some weird levels, though, because there's uh, the, f- the first level in World 3 introduces this really weird um, mechanic where it kind of suddenly gives you this bag that you can hold and put stuff in. <laughs> And then you have to like get the right combination of things in the bag to make an object that comes out, like a bomb or something. Okay. And um, yeah, it's, it stops the game dead a bit. I would I would be honest because it is it's a bit of a weird thing to do. There, there are. I'm not saying that World Three is is great all all round, but it has a few of those those ideas that that make it a little bit better. And World Two, as you further get further into World Two, I think that's true as that as well. It was World Two where it started to change for me and started to be a little bit more interesting hmm. okay um but yeah and i i don't know anything much about world from four and five but i can only assume it carries on being the sort of a bit of a mixed bag but just generally getting more and more interesting and stuff yeah yeah okay so that's mischief makers then really um i'm a bit surprised actually because you're I, I i i don't know i thought um i mean you're entitled to your own opinion of course but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought you might. I thought have... you're a man of better taste. No, no, no. I thought you might. <laughs> I thought because uh, I, I don't know. It's difficult to say this without sounding offensive. But I mean, I had the same opinion about you initially, and then I kind of turned it around when I saw more interesting things coming in. So I thought maybe you'd reach the same conclusion as well. But I don't know. Maybe you haven't played enough of it to get that far. I don't know. No. Mm. I feel like I've let you down. No, you haven't. Oh, good. <laughs> no, no, no. Is this the last episode of Potom Up? <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is almost the reverse of what's it called? When when we did the first one, we did that you recommended that I didn't like. Um, oh, it's been a few. <laughs> um, no, no, uh, the, uh, the 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 medieval. Oh, medieval. Oh, because yeah, I, to yeah. be fair, I didn't really play that far enough to really get, <laughs> get into it. I kind of dismissed it a bit. <laughs> Probably unfairly initially as well. Although it was annoying me, it was really hard. I was going to say, yeah, it is. It's yeah, it's a tricky game but, to get into. Yeah, but judging from what you said about it and what I sort of saw opinions about it, it, it there's a lot of interesting stuff in there as well. And I think it's the same is true of this. I'm going to say that there's probably a lot of parallels between the two yeah. games in that sense. I think. I think so. Yeah. So it's um it's one of those. I think. Yeah. So yeah, we've done one each though. So we've, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're even. <laughs> So that's that then. So can you come up with anything better for next month? What's what's your pick? I don't know. <laughs> you took me by surprise. I thought we were doing the Podum Up Awards. Yeah, but we always do a book club uh, in it as well. Do we? Yeah. In fact, we do too, quite often. Not oh. we don't have to this time, but that's just... Yeah, because last year we did Aladdin and Aladdin, and then we did the, oh, the Podium Up did. Awards. yeah, yeah. And the year before that, we did the bad we games. We did the bad games. Two of those as well. So um, you better come up with something quick, man. What's on, what's on your list? What's on your list of things to do? Have a quick think. Okay, okay, give me... Right, you have to put in some music here while I'm thinking. Um Oh, you caught me on a hop. Um, I, I no, 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 no. I should be aware of what we do on the, on our own show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've only been doing it for a few years. Um, oh, let's see. 
got one. Yeah, cool. Yep. Okay, well, I've been planning this one for a long time, and just off the top of my head, let's do... No one can stop Mr. Domino. <laughs> okay. On the PlayStation 1. Cool, yeah. I know this. I, well, I haven't played it, but I know of this. It's a 3D platformer, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, kind of, yeah. Mm. I kept calling it No One Likes Mr. Domino. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the sales <laughs> figures would, would bear that out. Ah, but... <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay, yeah, that, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. It's, it's been one of those that I've I wanted to get around to at some point. So, um, yeah, now's as good a time as any. Let's do that. Yeah, it's okay. an interesting one because when I first played it, I didn't like it at all. I never played the demo of it, and then yeah. I grew to like it. So it might be another one of these, you know. Another one of these, yeah. Another <laughs> another slow burner, but we'll, we'll we'll see. Okay, cool. All right, so we got that. We got the Podum Up Awards next month because it's the last episode of the month, I expect. Um, so yeah, join us for that definitely. We should have done a, a, a spooky Halloween thing at some point, shouldn't we? Yeah, but we did that last year, and it's, you, you kind of don't want to do it every year, really, do you? Well, I mean, Halloween's every year, isn't it? But yeah, I well, suppose, it is. Yeah. But I mean, you don't need to acknowledge it every. <laughs> <laughs> just let it pass. Just, 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 just let, it, just let it go by. Yeah, so. I know. Well, there's only so many Halloween. Well, there isn't because there's loads of like spooky games and horror games and things that would fit Halloween, isn't there? Yeah, but... all you need is something with skeleton in it, and people love it. They lap it up. That's true. Yeah, we could have done that, but yeah. we didn't. Yeah, maybe next year we'll do another next Halloween. Next year. year. Yeah. Next year. Um, yeah, so uh, Podum Up is our is the name of our podcast. Uh, we're podumup at gmail.com. We are at Podum Up on Twitter and we're podumup.live on the, the interwebs and uh, twitch.tv slash podumup. Um, well, that reminds me yeah. that we got to renew that domain. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> a bit of housekeeping there. <laughs> Thanks for bringing <laughs> Let me just check that's still ours. Um, podumup.live. <laughs> Um, it's not loading, but that might be my internet because we're 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 broadcasting at the same time. So, um, we'll check that. We'll check, we'll check that for you. We'll, <laughs> we'll make sure we do that. We'll get the back office to check that for us. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, podumup dot live. <laughs> the way we got to renew that. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you can see the the inner workings of the show, you know. Pressure. When we need to review renew our domains, key piece of information that the public need to be aware of. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, well, yeah, okay, well, the good thing is we're not live, because otherwise yeah. someone, someone else would have snapped it up and it'd be pointing to some... Oh, that's true, we better sort that some, out before... Some awful um, degenerate site now, but... Before um, the uh, show yeah. goes out, yeah, definitely. Live. Oh, you need to find the game, the name of the game that you wanted to talk about as well, or that you mentioned earlier, so I can... Oh, yeah, yeah, in. yeah, okay, Have hang on. a quick on. Google now. Yeah, let me do a quick Google... Ah, right, okay. It's called <clears throat> Until Dawn. Very good. There you go. Well, excellent. I'll snap that right in. <laughs> Seamlessly in. Slot Brilliant. it in like a peanut Slot and you'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> Until Dawn. That's <laughs> 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 just so good to me. We should have put like a really innocent sounding like game in there like... Yoshi's Cookie. (laughs) (laughs) We should do that. (laughs) Yoshi's Cookie. (laughs) That's brilliant. Yeah, okay, do it. Do Mm. it. (laughs) Okay.
Um, right. right. We're back on track. Where back were we? Back on track. Um, Where were we? <laughs> um, yeah, I, so that's I it. Think it's, it's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much it. Um, so thanks, thanks for that. Thanks, Tibbs. <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah. If you have been, you know. Um, <laughs> Thank you tell for. A, tell you a know. friend. Yeah, tell a friend. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and thanks to your immensely low standards for picking us as your gaming podcast. Yeah. You know, thanks we, to that, you know, we we'd would be lost really without it. That. Yeah. We would, <laughs> apparently, so we would. Yeah. We're never going to win the, the London Philharmonic over with this. this oh this man, kind of no! Operation. We got to pull it together next next yeah. month, man. London Phil, come on! <laughs> <laughs> By episode 100, we need the London <laughs> Philharmonic Orchestra to put together a version of our theme tune for episode 100. Yes, and if we have it, it's going to happen. We'll pay someone on Fiverr to do a MIDI, MIDI, MIDI <laughs> yeah, version MIDI with trumpets. Version. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll say it's by the London Philharmonic. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, well, we'll see you next month, hopefully, um, if you choose to come back. <laughs> um, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>